hosting this episode here, to be hosting CulturaCast since the beginning, and this is Gabriel Costa. Gabriel Costa is a former student from Cultura Inglesa Tambalzinho. Yes, I was. You studied here uh, into what year? Yeah, I don't remember the year that I got into, but I think I left, yeah, I think I graduated like in 2016, I guess, yes, yeah, 16. I think it was that. Yeah, five years ago. So yeah, five years and, uh, ago. That's then cool. after Gabriel left Cultura, he did a lot of th of things, right? He, he went to Canada, studied business there, right? Yeah. And you returned to Brazil and you started acting, uh, like working in, in this area, right? Yeah. So actually, so hi everyone that, that is here on, on live, and uh, to everyone that's going to listen to us and who is watching us uh, right now at, at YouTube, on YouTube. So I'm, Gab I'm Gabriel Costa, yes, I'm a former student from Cultura Inglesa Tabalzinho. Um, yeah, as I said, I think I concluded that around 2016, because in 2018, uh, I went to Canada, <coughs> I went to, to do a college there, where I studied business, uh, business service excellence for business, uh, the, the name of the course, yeah, it, it was that. And it was Vancouver, so I had the chance to to get to know pretty much all the all the cities around it, uh, many places that were movies, TV shows, and many things like that. Uh, but the main the main the main thing that made me to that made me to go there was to to study to to study college, right? To to have my graduation there. So I, I didn't even conclude my graduation here at the Federal University yet. We, yeah. we were buddies, by the way, uh, at uh, the university. Journalism, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but the, the one over Canada, yes, I did. And I was studying business there. So then when I came back, I was working back uh, on Administradores. It's a new sport over here. Oh, hey, Jensen. He was my teacher. <laughs> I remember him. And... Uh, Yeah, so I spent a year there, a year and a half, I guess, and yeah, a year and a half. Then I decided to, to open my, my own business. I was working on the advertisement, especially uh, focused on social media. But then I found, uh, I found two ways that I, that I could follow, uh, also two opportunities that, that showed up to me to, to, to follow that path, right? So. First of them, um, it was the, the animation, the animation studio to work as a studio producer, and it has been a insanely exciting job to 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 be in, uh, to be working on, actually, and also podcasting. Like uh, 
as I, as I, as I said, we, we studied journalism at the Federal University. So since the beginning, I like to, I like to work with audio, uh, radio, uh, radio, radio journalism, um, and everything else. So, so then when I, when I found the opportunity to, to create my own, my own podcast and videocast, actually, because I broadcast this on YouTube, too. Uh, so I said to myself, why not? I had the result. I, I had the results, and there's another teacher that I had too. <laughs> I had the results. I had the the networking. So why not to try that? And by today, um, we have around 4K views, 40K views, and we are the most viewed view, view, wait, We are the most viewed podcast in Paraíba. So, yeah, we are the, on the top of the list. From the 502 days. podcast. By the way, you got to hear it. There are 16 uh, people that you interviewed already, right? There? Yeah, actually, 22. 22 already? Oh, my God. The last time we talked was like 15, and you are so fast in the production. <laughs> and uh, all household names from Paraíba, right? Like people that work in many areas, but have like a spotlight in, in the areas they act, right? Yes, we, we have interviewed like uh, a gold medal from the Tokyo uh, 2020. Uh, he was the, the last, last week guest. Uh, I even took a picture holding the gold medal. It's heavy as hell. Wow. Um, uh, come on, let me see. Yeah, an influencer, a singer, uh, Samia Maya. The influencer here, he was called uh, Lucas Vral. And uh, also a prosecutor from Lava Jato. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very sp uh, the 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 uh, the guests that we that we that we have they they are from many areas as many as possible because we want to to be the the uh, the place where, where we can integrate them all. So the place where we can talk to everyone, we can discuss to everyone. Uh, most of the time, we we all end the podcast like discussing politics. Uh, first of all, because I like, and second one because. Brazil nowadays politics in Brazil nowadays sucks, so it's kind of hard to not discuss that. Uh, but I mean, it has been a pleasure to do that and to get to know all those people. It's really good. But man, you are doing a lot of things nowadays. I know you are in such a rush every day. But like, I think we are talking to students here that are studying English at Cultura Inglesa as you were in 2016. And uh, I think what what I feel is that. You could say how was your path until you got here, but like what have you done before when you were studying here? Like how was the process for you to get get to Canada, choose your course, uh, work there? You worked there too, yeah, right? right? So how was the process for you to get there? So first of all, uh, listen to them, <laughs> to our teachers uh, for sure. Uh, I got like gold tips from them. Uh, about listening to music, uh, watching to TV shows with it, uh, subtitles in English. Uh, it may seem pretty basic, uh, come on, like everyone does that, uh, do that nowadays, but it does work. It does work, it does make a lot of difference, and especially when I was there, for example, uh, all the reading that I had, all the listening that I had, all the... Oh, language switcher. <laughs> so. A gente pode falar português agora. Esse foi um lance que eu bolei, que é assim, pra pegar a galera que tá em casa assistindo ali e tal, às vezes não tá entendendo. Então, quando esse negocinho apitar, a gente troca pro português. É, esqueci de avisar isso no começo. Mas aí, daqui a pouco ele vai tocar de novo e a gente volta pro inglês. 
Vamos lá. É, então, tudo que, tudo que eu via, tudo que eu lia, tudo, tudo era sobre inglês, era em inglês, era cultura inglesa, necessariamente, canadense, First Nations e tudo mais. Então, eu ia vivendo aquilo ali de uma forma intensa, não só falando, como, como também vivenciando tudo, me colocando em situações, às vezes de proposta, às vezes não, mas me colocando em situações onde eu era posto à prova e a gente tende a aprender muito mais quando a necessidade existe. Então, a necessidade de se falar inglês. Você está num ambiente de trabalho, de estudo, onde todo mundo ali, ninguém fala português, primeiro ponto, não é nem que todo mundo fala inglês, mas só por não falar português já é um, um assim, 200 passos adiante. Faz toda a diferença. É, e, por exemplo, situações de estresse, situação de estresse de trabalho, ter que ir em hospital. É, bicho, vocês imaginam estar com dor e ter que descrever como é que era um... um é, precisar levar ponto no pé, ter que descrever tudo isso, assim, coisa que nem imaginava de ver em sala de aula, nem vi, na verdade, não lembro de ter visto. É, ouvi, pulei e, enfim, gazei aula. Mas... <risos> é, acontece. E, mas ajudou demais. É, o estresse ensina a gente, que era uma situação leva ali. Mas, enfim, era bem isso. Era entrando mesmo no. colocando o inglês nas coisas que eu gosto de fazer, com as pessoas que eu, que eu converso, com as pessoas que eu me interajo, conteúdo que eu consumo, principalmente. A língua ela é o principal. É, principal veículo de uma cultura. Então, quando você aprende uma cultura nova. A primeira, primeira forma de você aprender uma cultura nova é aprendendo uma língua. Então, por isso que os colonizadores, quando iam para chegavam no Brasil, a primeira coisa que faziam era ensinar português a índio. Porque era a melhor forma deles trazerem o catolicismo e tudo o que fosse da cultura deles, etc. Porque a língua é a base de tudo. Tudo se constrói em cima disso. Ah, os vocabulários específicos, tudo mais, tudo é, é por conta da língua. Se constrói prédio... Construir, construir um prédio em português e construir um prédio em inglês é diferente. Começa daí. É, então, a língua é o, é, o, é o veículo disso tudo. Então, no momento que a gente percebe isso, tem noção disso, do como a, a língua é esse veículo que as, faz a gente acessar outras coisas, a gente começa a entender a língua como um instrumento e ver onde quer chegar. Porque o end goal disso tudo aqui não é só aprender inglês. É, você sabendo inglês, você sabendo um vocabulário super extenso de, de, de inglês, vai levar você para onde? Qual é o conteúdo que você vai falar? O que é que você vai falar sabendo todas as palavras em inglês? Você tem que se especializar, tem que ter alguma coisa a mais para falar. Seja na sua área, seja na área que você está pensando em, em, em seguir. É, bom, não é só o inglês. É, vocês concluindo, para todas as aulas aqui da cultura inglesa, não vai ser tudo. Vai ser só um, uma parte extremamente basilar, porém extremamente necessária para de tudo que vocês podem alcançar com, com o inglês. Um veículo, né? um instrumento. De e cara, fato. você sempre teve esse desejo de ir para fora, de conhecer outra cultura, de fazer um negócio longe daqui, de expandir o seu horizonte? Já estava em você isso? Como foi esse processo para você falar, eu quero ir para o Canadá, eu quero chegar lá? Como é que você arrumou a documentação, escolheu tudo, pegou viagem e tal? Como é que foi essa, essa situação toda na época? Já e, e sempre quis para passar muito tempo. Muito tempo que eu digo assim, pelo menos seis meses, sete meses. Porque eu acho que a gente só consegue de fato aprender mais e viver determinada coisa quando você realmente gasta tempo ali, investe tempo naquilo ali. É, então, se vocês querem ir para passar três meses no, no, na Irlanda, no, no próprio Canadá, não sei o que, achando que vai voltar 
aprendendo inglês e tal, não vai. Primeiro ponto, vão colocar numa turma com 70% do brasileiro. Você só vai estar hanging out com o brasileiro e tudo mais. Então, não vá, sinceramente. Se for para ir, vá para passar um tempo maior, procure um programa de, de estudo e trabalho, procure fazer uma faculdade, por exemplo, que vai lhe dar essa... Geralmente costuma dar essa, esse work permit, study permit. Então, é muito melhor para você, para a sua vida. É, esse tempo que eu passei lá, eu não trabalhei na minha área, não trabalhei em jornalismo, em, em business, em nada do tipo, mas de propósito, boa parte. É, mas eu tentei, velho. Eu tentei, rodei, eu quis ir para lá para me aventurar mesmo, trabalhar em coisas que eu não trabalharia normalmente. Eu não sabia fritar um ovo. Fui lá para trabalhar em cozinha, para cozinhar, tipo, um negócio que eu nem lembro o nome, que já desaprendi também. <risos> é, então, é isso, é aprender as coisas que, que, que lhe, são, lhe são permitidas, que, que você se permite ter nessas situações. E isso me abriu, assim, portas gigantescas, assim, que eu tô colhendo fruto até hoje. Eu voltei lá em 2019, são o quê? Três anos já. É, é, três anos, dois, dois para três anos já praticamente que eu voltei. Tô colhendo fruto até hoje, tô para fazer um festival, que eu tô entrando agora na, no ramo de eventos também, tô para fazer um festival agora em janeiro, e uma ideia que eu tive enquanto tava no Canadá ainda, é, hoje eu sou roteirista também, escrevo roteiros para Jordan Peterson, que é um, um psicólogo canadense, é, a gente faz vídeo de animação para ele, pro instituto dele, é, ou seja, tudo coisas que assim, foi, claro, foi só saber inglês, Isso, como eu disse, não é só saber inglês, é ir atrás, é ir atrás de fazer as coisas, mas sabendo inglês, se arriscando, se colocando à prova, se colocando em situações que você não esperava, não sabe como reagir, aí você vai colher os melhores frutos, velho. Muito bom, cara, muito bom. Isso aí é conselho de vida, né, pra todos nós, eu acho que isso vale muito, essa motivação, essa gana de correr atrás, é vontade, disposição. E é, principalmente, Carola, pelo seguinte ponto, é, eu acho que a gente está, de certa forma, no mesmo nível social, econômico, de pessoas de classe média e tal, tudo mais. Então, assim, se a gente até parar para ver a pirâmide das necessidades, a família da gente já proveu muita coisa para a gente. Então, a gente não precisa estar, tá, muitas vezes, se preocupando com a conta no final do mês, com a comida que vai ter na mesa e tal. Então, a gente não, não precisa se preocupar com isso. É, porque os pais proveram isso até determinado ponto. Então tem que saber usar isso de alguma forma. É saber aproveitar essa situação que foi dada. É, esse privilégio que você está tendo de estar tá nessa situação. Você não escolheu estar tá nisso. Mas está na sua mão o seu poder de fazer algo diferente disso aí. É um head start, né? Um head start no, no game da vida. E, e às vezes a gente tem a tendência a se acomodar quando não precisa, né? A necessidade dá aquela gana necessária. Eu preciso fazer porque se não fizer, não coma, não durma. É, não... porque a dificuldade ele, ele, ele propele a, a fazer coisas diferentes, coisas extraordinárias. A galera que eu conheço, que fez as coisas mais massas da vida... É a galera que veio de baixo, do baixo, mais baixo é, possível. As histórias mais difíceis, né? Pois é, porque é a galera que se põe à prova, que se coloca em situações que, assim, muita gente não saberia lidar e muita gente não vai vivenciar na, na vida. Quebra a zona de conforto, né? Justamente. Inglês. Você vai ser I think it broke, but, I mean, it was in time already. I put five minutes and it was like about... Ten already, so <laughs> let's go back to English. People, do you have any questions? Do you want to make any questions for Gabriel? 
uh, about his trip to Canada, about his job as a studio producer, about his life, about anything, about podcasts. I'm all about the years here, so guys, make yourself All right, so, so, so the conversation not. is so good and reflexive <laughs> that people can even think in questions, so let's keep going. Or maybe they're not enjoying that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Well, the, the good part is that uh, everything matters, right? Because histories matter and everything that we live and we tell matters. The yeah, traditions comes in, from generations to generations like that, right? Orally speaking and passing through. Uh, if it's good, it's good for you to hear something, doesn't matter because you absorb that and if it's not, the bad example also serves as an example. Everything is an example. Right? And we never forget. Man, after you came back from Canada, you started working at the administ Administradores, right? It's a news portal or marketing uh, company. Yes. And after that, you, you decided to open your own business in marketing. Uh, after that, you started working as a studio producer in another company. Yeah. Which is from a friend of yours. Because I mixed it when I was writing the yeah, description. Yeah, yes, indeed, and I, I told that. Yeah. Uh, actually, we we were not friends. Uh, we we became friends uh, when I was starting my company, running my company, and uh, well, business were doing great. I mean, it it wasn't extraordinary, but I I could pay my bills. I had two 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 people working with me. So yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm 24, so. Uh, it was enough for me to be honest, uh, but I, it was so mildly to to me that I that I was thinking, come on, I I gotta I gotta do something different. I gotta do something more of the time that I that I'm spending here. So yeah, so well, so then I, I got to know Samo. Uh, you you know uh, some of his story, right? Because you, yeah, you watched the I heard the podcast. On yeah. 502 podcast, there's an episode with this guy he's talking about. Yeah, Samo. Very interesting. Samo is one of, one of those guys that I mentioned that uh, he he made things like extraordinary, to be honest. And he he came from uh, Maldivas in in Campina Grande, uh, not the the island, right? With the the shiny <laughs> Maldivas in Campina Grande. <laughs> uh, and he, he came from there, the, the guy nowadays is, is known as one of the top three 3D animators in Brazil. And he made all his career in, in, in New Zealand and Australia actually. So he came back to Brazil about two years ago. And he could be working anywhere. He, he had already done jobs to Nike, Red Bull, uh, the government of Australia. Um, I mean, Insane jobs, uh, 3D animation, characters, and all that. Uh, but he decided to, to come back to his place, to come back to Paraíba, and to, to, to open his business here, to invest in people here, and make it a, a difference from, make a difference globally, actually, we can do, uh, from the place we are. That's the, the, message, the message that he, uh, that guided him, um, when he was opening his business here, and so we we got to know actually in this in this situation, like I was running my business, he was opening his too, 
and we we were working on the same place on the same co-working and so we we became buddies we were we we had lunch like pretty much every day so we really got along and and then they he decided to open a position there to in, in his studio to to get me in uh, because i don't know how to animate i don't know how to nowadays i know a, a little bit because i i got to know when when i became a studio producer i got to know the the basics the the uh, the theories too of animation and uh, everything else but he actually uh, invited me in to help him out to 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 develop a new company a new company so nowadays i'm a studio producer but we are developing a new company actually actually we, where we are um it's it's also about animation but a different kind of thing a different application of animation uh totally directed to to instagram stories uh TikTok and mm. snapchat uh, all those things commercial uh, jobs like advertising and stuff like this sorry commercial jobs like advertising yes, for brands and where we we made a pitch that was pretty fun actually because we made a pitch to the true guys they were pretty much our shark tank and they they didn't decide to invest on us until like the, the end of the pitch to be honest they were just like oh, okay so where can i go with that so uh, but then they decided to invest on us. It was a pretty nice money actually to start, and and, and yeah, we're we're developing these. It was supposed to be launched on the last October, but a lot of things happened. That that's life, and it's gonna be launched by by January, I guess. I hope so actually, and yeah, so. Those are my two main things nowadays. Uh, nowadays, and I also do podcasts. I'm also podcasters, as you know, and as I told you guys. And now I'm starting this in dev work on on events. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to be honest. I I have no idea. <laughs> it would it would get all all my time and concentration, and uh, it's it gonna. Flush all my hair actually away. Hmm. I'm going to just became like Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, man, I think most people don't even know what 3D animation is. Like, uh, when we talk about 3D animation, uh, people don't imagine that we can use in advertising, like Magalu does, for example, right? Yes. That woman from Magalu is. It's a uh, an animation, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, a yeah, that's a 3D character. A 3D character. That's yes. the word I was searching for. <laughs> <laughs> Movies in Pixar, DreamWorks, and Disney, everything. You know what's funny? The first question that I made to him uh, when he was explaining me, like he he took him uh, a whole month only to to develop the character from uh, the character to Amazon Paraíba. A whole month from only uh, designing that, creating the the uh, I forgot, yeah, I forgot the name, whatever. Uh, just to create that, he didn't even animated that or did nothing about that. He just created the character and he didn't even created the the environment, for example. 
Um, and then asking him, come on, man, if you, if you spent a, a whole month, like 30 days, only, only creating this character, uh, so how does, how does Pixar and DreamWorks, they, 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 they make those, those movies like Nemo and, well, I don't remember the, the other names, like Ralph. Uh, so then he told me, so first of all, it would be an investment of like, uh, 100 to 120 million dollars, and four to five months, five years to be to be done. So animation is all about time and money that you have to spend on that. So the more time you have to to spend on the animation, to take care of details, uh, to really work on that, to make it to make it like sharp. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna get better. So it's a lot of people too, right? Like yeah. one scene for one guy, the other scene for other guy, the next scene for another person. Not actually. It's no. like ten people working on the same. Ten scene. people in, yeah. in a whole movie? No, the whole movie would be like three hundred. Ah, okay. So it's more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, way more, way more. <laughs> yeah, because I I got curious about it since we talked last time and. Yesterday I was watching Trolls and I've never watched it before and it's pretty good. It's a great movie and I watched it, uh, the whole movie. I liked it a lot, got emotional with it. And in the end, uh, in the credits, I saw the name of the head of animations of the movie. It was an Indian named Prashant Kavale, the name of the guy. And I got curious, like, my God, this guy is amazing, right? Let, let me check his Instagram profile or something like that. And when I, I put his name there, I found the guy. And he, he's like a normal guy. Low profile, 300 followers, <laughs> you know? And he leaves like photos with his daughter. And like a normal guy, I thought he would be like a millionaire. <laughs> you know? He actually but might be. He might be, but like know? he's really yeah. low profile, normal person. And I, I found it really nice because you see that it's normal people working on that. We don't think like, oh, I think I'm, I want to be a 3D animator. I'm going to prepare myself for that. I, I don't see people thinking like this, at least not in my environment here. But actually, it's something that's possible, right? It's totally possible. You, you, you can actually work from anywhere in the world, right? Nowadays, we, we, are, we got used to, to this work everywhere situation uh, because of the pandemics. But since the, the beginning of animation, pretty much, no, not since the beginning of digital animation, uh, the, the animators they were used to to work like from everywhere, so yes, I mean uh, one of the top studios in the world is called Buck, uh, Buck, Buck and Odd Fellows. Yeah, this Odd Fellows one is from Vancouver. I remember of the building, um, and they they they're like everywhere. Like they have, they have the headquarters there, uh, but just like ten to twelve people work there. Just the, I mean the the main people, the CEO, the directors of something, but the animators they are all around the world, and that that's pretty crazy because those those studios uh, they have budget right, they have money to to spend and to invest actually in animation, so sometimes they hire a, a designer on to to spend like um, ten days trying to create a new idea, try, try to develop a new idea to, to that video, uh, which it, 
which it may create something, which it may get to to a new point, and they can use that on the animation, or it may not. Like uh, when you when you have that kind of money to to spend on animation, you can uh, like get results through the roof. You know, uh, it's pretty crazy. Nice, that's <laughs> nice. I hope your studio and your friend's studio and like you, what you're building building together gets really far, man. I, for real. Yeah, I. I do hope, hope to. <laughs> it's bring to João Pessoa a title of animation movie, you know? If you imagine like characters like uh, a cactus, <laughs> like, yeah. something like that, something that brings like a symbolism, right? A represent representativity for we could, our we could We could do like Jurandi of the Saxon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that guy is a legend. So, yeah, basically we, we passed through a lot of things here in Canada. We passed it through podcasting, we passed it through uh, animation, 3D animation. What else would you like to, to share with the audience, with everybody watching here and in the future and forever and ever? And yeah, ever? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, because they need to subscribe in the channel. I think it's this. Yeah. I, because we have some students watching, and they are asking some questions. Yeah, there are, there are some people watching us, but they do need to subscribe in the Guys, you, the need to, you need to subscribe in the channel for being able to comment on the chat. I just uh, added this feature because so that people in the internet didn't come here, it's an educational space, so sometimes people come and make bad comments and something like that. For me? Okay, so from Ingrid, uh, having studied business in Canada, how did you feel about opening your own business here in Brazil? How different was it from what you expected? Uh, and then the second one, how do you choose your guests for the podcast? Okay, so nice. the first Thank one, I wasn't a businessman in Canada, so I don't, I don't have that much to to, to share about uh, the creating the business uh, path. But about the, the work environment, I do I do know how to how to how to share some ideas. Um, People there, I gotta be honest. We, if we, if we get more focused on what we are doing, like we Brazilians, uh, we could overcome all of them. <laughs> to be honest, uh, because most of most of us, most of the Brazilians that go there, they 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 go like eager to to create something to create a, a career or even to to make more money and so they they do jobs that like many people they don't want to do or when they are doing uh, they do it like poorly you know and so Brazilian the Brazilian workforce is pretty pretty appreciated out there and but talking about the environment at all uh, we can see that people they they respect each other. It's, it's the kind of thing that I really really can feel the difference from from there to here. And 
when I when what I mean by respecting each other. For example, if you if you say you are going to start your your meeting at 3 p.m., people will be there before 3 p.m. So then you can start at 3 p.m. Uh, that's respect. That's respect, guys. Like uh, your your time is not more important than, than the other person. So. Uh, it may not sound as respect to some of you, but it, it is, and especially when you are out there. So, for example, I had a, I had a, a curious, uh, kind of funny situation actually, because I, I had time. They they hand me like a, a week to to deliver the the job that I was doing um, on the university, on the college actually, uh, and then uh, then I said, okay, it's for next next Friday, but I think I can, I can get it done by, by Wednesday, I guess, yeah, by Wednesday, and, well, in my head, I had until Friday to get it done, it would be, like, extra if I had it done by, by Wednesday, so, but, well, they, they understood different, when it was Wednesday, the, the teacher actually came over to me and said, well, where, where is the job, he said, you're delivered by today, and I was like, well, I, 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 I don't have it done now. The the due dates by by Friday. Yeah, but you told me that you you'd have it done by Wednesday. And I was like, yes, you're right. But I mean, I didn't know it works like this. <laughs> uh, so the the word the word you gave the word you gave is like the law there uh, when it, when it means when it's when it's about commitment when it's about. Um, time and get the job done and especially especially get the job done I don't yeah we friends too but uh, I mean I didn't have a girlfriend there to, to actually say if they they do respect that in this kind of, of area but I, I believe so it's the the kind of value that go through I mean any any area of someone's life yeah, those are some things that I can remember right now to point out about this and about the guests to their, how do we choose the guests to the podcast? So it's kind of a it's kind of a, a funny process because there is no actual recipe to that. Uh, sometimes we 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 usually work like with a one month uh, schedule ahead. So today. I'm already in closing the, the dates of the, the whole December. I already have the two, the two first weeks uh, all booked, but I still have two, two openings. Uh, so it's one of the things that we, we take in consideration. Uh, but the person, per se, I mean, it's sometimes, it's, it's actually by the, the, the story you have to tell. Uh, what do you have to tell? Because I mean, I, I cannot say that we only we only guest like famous guests and people who who have like thousands of followers on Instagram, for example. No, it's not it's not that way. Uh, we 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 I mean we, but uh, since I'm the one who is who is hosting the podcast, so I, I can say that actually I like to uh, to have long conversations. I like to have long talks. So. Uh, the more I feel that the person likes to talk, likes to share some ideas, like to discuss about them uh, without feeling, um, uh, how can I say, without feeling hurt by what we are saying and without hurt the other one's feelings, 
respecting, having a respectful conversation. Uh, I mean, those are the kind of those are the, the kind of episodes that go over like three hours and three to four hours. Yeah, so we we do have three of them, and they were pretty nice. Nowadays, one of them, the guy, he was already my friend. But the other, the other two, we, we became friends. Uh, one of the persons, uh, one of the persons that, the, that we have one of those long conversations, it was like uh, two hours and 47 minutes, uh, is the master chef, Lubianca. Uh, she, we became friends, I became friend of, of her fiance too. And they are actually helping me out on, on that festival that I mentioned. So we, not in, she 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 went to the podcast as a guest. Now these were friends and became in, becoming a business partner, as we could say, I guess. Question? It's frozen. Oh, it's frozen. Uh, I don't know. People are asking questions. And oh, Instagram. Sorry. Oh, okay. Guys, sorry, not giving attention in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Gabriel Chu Pro, how difficult was getting into the Canadian lifestyle when you first went there? Oh man! From Juliana Diniz. Thank you, Juliana, for the question. All right, Juliana. If you're planning to go there, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be uh, well. What what can I say? Like people, people there, they they are easy to to deal when you when you get to understand them. Uh, but when when you first arrive there, thinking as a Brazilian, uh, thinking about the, these warm people from João Pessoa and everything else, like it's pretty hard. I, I, I for example, the the, the the three first days that I, the four first first days there, I had such like some cultural shocks that I I remember until today. Like the first day I arrived there, I I went to 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 to, to walk right. I went to a park there and I was walking and then I, I stopped by a bar and I had two beers. The the third one it wasn't that good and I asked the guy, hey, can you can you hand me a cup to bring the the beer to my hotel? And he was like a two meters uh, ginger Irish and he started to to laugh at me like ha ha ha. Do you think you can drink at the streets? And he was, hey, listen to that guy. He's trying to drink in the street. I was like, yeah, I didn't know if I could or not. And then two, a couple, an uh, Indian couple, then they, we were talking. And then the, the guy said, well, you actually cannot drink the, um, on the streets. Uh, there are some bylaws. And, well, okay, so that's fine. So I had to, to drink that beer. That was so awful, man. Uh, yeah, so then I, I went to the hotel, uh, I wasn't used to the, to the difference in the, the time zone, so I, I slept and I woke up, and I wake up, woke up, yes, I woke up, <laughs> uh, and it was like a bright sunny day, and I was like, come on, it's, it's around 7pm, it should be dark, dark. <laughs> dark as hell right now. And then, uh, then I took a shower and went out, and I started to 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 see how people they were, how the people they were interacting to each other, and then I started to to talk to some people, and then I noticed that I 
spent that I had already spent like almost a day in Vancouver and I didn't get to know one Canadian. So that's another thing that was pretty different there. Um, we don't actually get to, to, to know that many Canadians because they, they, they exist, they do exist, right? Uh, <laughs> they are there. But they, they, I mean, there's so many people from everywhere that you, you just used to, to hang out with people from, from other countries. Yeah, like m my best friends there, they were like, one of them is, one of them is Persian, the other one was Slovakian, and the other guy was from Costa Rica. And yeah, three other Brazilians, pretty much, yeah. Like the, the, the guys that I really use it to, to hang out. And I mean, I, yeah, I, I did, I do have one, one Canadian friend, two, two actually. One of them is, one of them, she's a daughter of, of one guy from Turkey and the, the mother, I don't remember where she is. And the other guy, he's Canadian, but the, their parents are from Russia. So it's pretty much a, it's the, the picture that you see there is a, it's a very cosmopolitan place where you, you get to know very different people, very different food. Uh, uh, I mean, I love, I love Arabic food, but the one, you, the one I get here is totally different from the one I get there. Doner and kebabs and, uh, yeah, and Canadian food is not good at all. Like the, they sell poutine over there, like a tra the traditional dish, and it's pretty. It's only like French fries with gravy sauce and some pulled pork with that on that and cilantro. So, I mean, it's pretty good, especially when if if you are in, I mean, hanging out with some friends, right, uh, having a beer. But come on, you. We have feijoada here. We have like. So many it's not better things, right? You don't feel like sustained by yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There, there was a place there specialized on, on selling poutine, and they, they, their motto was like um, clogging veins since 1967, something like that. And it was, yeah, you guys are damn right. Because <laughs> it's too much oil, I mean, too much fat, and I, I don't know. But it has, a, it has an explanation. Uh, it's a cold country. Mm. It's a cold country, so you get to to have the, those fat foods, uh, to have more energy, to to do whatever thing you are doing. To heat your body, right? Fat heats yes. our body. Since you, since you are in a in a colder environment, your body already is already spending more energy than here. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's the first point. The second one, I remember I went to to a mountain there called Bruce Mountain. Yeah, it's pretty close to the city, and it was the one, the one from the 2010 Olympics, Winter Olympics, and we went there to skiing, snowboarding, and everything else. Like, I went there in the the first month. Uh, I arrived there, and we had a we had a kind of soup there. I don't remember the the name of that, but it was like fat from ribs with fat from something else. And it was all mixed up together and drink it up. And that, uh, I mean, it, it was disgusting, to be honest. But yeah, people, especially those who were skiing there, they, they just had that like water and yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Another culture, another world, right? It's, it's pretty rich to know those things. I, 
could hear you all night, but I think you mind the time. You should mind the time because you, yeah, I mean, I, you have a yeah, you have something. Me I mean, you're not going to hang out with Canadians, so you you, you can be okay. Yeah. If you got late, they won't <laughs> cut you off. No, not actually. To be honest, uh, we we have a, a meeting like in twenty minutes. All right, and with some guys from from Auckland. Wow, so so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you you it's should get there. Yeah, right. you so, better run. Yeah, you better run. So uh, let's go to the final part here. I mean, um, don't forget to follow us on the social media, right? We are there. Uh, CI uh, Tambauzinho, right? Our official profile from Cultura Inglesa Tambauzinho. And also follow the 50 podcast. From yeah, Gabriel 502 here. Podcast. 502, yeah, the 502 yeah, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for all the audience who is here. Uh, thank you, Ingrid, Juliana, people who made the questions. Uh, very good. It was pretty nice to have you here, man. I uh, hope you come back later another yeah, time. Good. Also, bring for me, another guest for nice. our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Uh, if any right, one of you. everyone, too who is watching wants to become a guest you can talk to us on instagram and it's totally possible talk to the 502 podcast too if you have some idea to bring there <laughs> here we go and that's it thank you all